Since Chaf Av, which is the yard site of the Rebbe's father, comes out most of the time in this week, which culminates in the Shabbos Mavarchim Elu, which means it has a connection with Tshuva, so therefore the Rebbe chooses to study a part of Begeres HaTshuva, particularly the first chapter, or a, a, rather a commentary of the Rebbe's father on Egeres HaTshuva in the Sikha. In Egeres HaTshuva, in the first Perik, in the third Perik, not the first Perik, the first uh, comment that the Rebbe Levi Yitzchak gives on Egeres HaTshuva is in chapter 3. The Alter Rebbe brings the opinion that if somebody committed, when a person commits a sin, there are certain, in order to be able to rectify the damage of that sin, there is a number of fasts which are given for different particular sins, different a number of fasts are given. So there's an opinion that says that if a person committed the same sin over and over and over, he has to fast that same number of fasts again and again, according to the amount of times that he committed the sin. And he continues, like for instance, if somebody commits the sin of Maitzi Zerul of Atolim, that he has to fast, which the number of fasts associated with that is 84, he has to fast 84 times each time that he committed the sin. For instance, if he committed the sin 10 times or 20 times, so he has to fast 10 or 20 times, 84. The and so on after that as well. It goes on as many times as it happened. So Rebbe's father explains, why does the Alter Rebbe give the example 10 and 20? Because the damage, the gam, the deficiency that is caused by this particular sin happens in Chachma, in, in the level of the Neshama, which is called Chachma, which is in the brain, and uh, therefore Chachma is associated with the letter Yud of Shem Avaya. Yud is Chachma, He is Bina, and so on. So Yud is Chachma, so therefore... Ha, yud it, it corresponds both to the number 10 and to the number 20 because the number, the letter Yud itself is the numerical value of 10 and when you uh, verbalize Yud which is Yud Vav Dalid the numerical value of Yud Vav Dalid is 20 so we have to understand about this because this the, the particular sin that the Alter Rebbe chooses is only an example the same is true for every sin that one commits that you have to repeat it as many times as, uh, as you, according to this opinion, as many times as you committed the sin. So it's only an example. So why does he bring numbers associated with this particular example when it's only an example? And the question is even more because the, the truth is that we, it's not as if the question is why did he pick 10 and 20 as opposed to 5 and 10? That's not the question, because the real question is, why did he pick any number at all? If he would have said, you have to fast as many times as you committed the sin, without giving an example of 5 or 10 or 20 or any number, it would have been perfectly understood. Why does he bring a number altogether, is the real question. So the real question is, becomes, why does the Rebbe choose, a num- Rebbe choose two numbers which are associated with a particular sin, which the whole sin is only as an example? And the numbers didn't have to be there altogether. And then adding the word v'chein le'olam and so on after that, why does he have to add that altogether? Why would you think that after 20, it stops at 20? There's no reason to think that it stops at 20. So why add and it goes on after that as well? 
Then the Rebbe's father explains what the Alter Rebbe says further in the chapter, and he says that anyone that is a Bal Nefesh, somebody that's serious about his Yiddishkeit, should make sure to complete one set of fasts, like let's say in the case that he's talking about 84 fasts over his lifetime, but he says, you don't have to fast uh, you know, 84 days in a row. You could fast only the short days, like uh, short winter days. So you can do, let's say, 10 fasts per winter. And then over eight, uh, eight and a half years, you will have completed 84 fasts for this particular sin. So the, uh, the Rebbe's father again explains, why does the Rebbe choose 10 times, 10 fasts over the year? Again, he uses the same 10 for the same reason. So the question is, why doesn't he use 20 over here, just like he had 10 and 20 over there? And he explained why the 20, because that's the, uh, the fil- fulfillment, the, uh, the verbalization of the letter Yud is 20. So why doesn't, he choose, why doesn't he use that number here also? And also, here too, we need to understand why the, Rebbe, the Alter Rebbe uses, an, again, the same example. Why does he use an example of a sin? He already mentioned the example of the sin. Why do we need it again? to mention the example of sin. So the Rebbe notes that when the Rebbe's father wrote very briefly, because it was a shortage of ink and paper and for other reasons, but when you, when you uncover, when you unpack what he's saying in these brief words, you find that he's explaining the whole fundamental issue, even though he's focusing on a detail about a word or a number and so on. And the same is true here, to explain Whenever someone commits a sin, there are three things which, which are affected. First of all, is the, every sin shares the same problem, which is, when a person commits a sin, they have rebelled against Hashem. They have said to Hashem, I'm not, doing, I'm not committing your mitzvah. You told me to do a mitzvah, I'm not doing it. You told me not to do something, I am doing it. How do you fix that part of the sin? if you accept that you're never going to commit a sin again, you will never rebel against Hashem again, the, the sin is fixed. The problem is fixed. A person can become from a Russia because he rebelled against Hashem into a tzaddik in a moment, that moment that it takes to make that decision. As uh, this also translates to Allah, that if somebody um, says to a woman, you are hereby married to me on condition that I am a full tzaddik, a perfect tzaddik, and it turns out that he's a perfect Russia. He, they're still, at least, we're not sure that they're not married. They need a divorce. Why? Because he could have done tshuva in that moment. How could he do tshuva for a being, from being a perfect Russia to being a perfect tzaddik? By thinking this thought, I will never commit a sin again. He's a perfect tzaddik, and therefore they may be married. Then there is the other element, which is, we know that each mitzvah, there are 630 mitzvahs, is associated with another element of the soul. Let's call it a limb of the soul. So each mitzvah, when you commit, when you do com- uh, commit a sin, you compromise that mitzvah. So you also compromise that part of the soul, which is associated with that mitzvah. And in order to fix that part, that particular part of the soul, you have to do certain things, which are part of it, which is to fast a number of fasts in order to fix that particular part of the soul. Then there is a third element, which is, since all the parts of the soul are integrated with each other, so when you compromise a part, a certain part of the soul, it affects all the other parts of the soul as well, all the other details of the soul as well. In order to fix that, 
<coughs> one of the things that, the, that is said about tshuva, w- the ways of tshuva are, not that you should focus on this particular thing that you did wrong and strengthen it and make sure that you don't do it again. You have to strengthen all of your behavior in order to do tshuva. That's midarkeya tshuva. So that, why is that? Because in order to fix the rest of the soul that is compromised, that was affected by this particular sin, you also have to fix and strengthen the rest of the soul as well. Now the truth is that in every detail, these three details that we just spoke about, the three uh, components of uh, <clears throat> what happens when a person commits a sin and how to fix them, they're also broken down into three elements each one of the three is broken down to these three elements. And we'll, we'll, take, we'll explain one aspect of it. What we're going to explain is the second part that we discussed, that when a person commits a certain sin, it affects that particular limb of the soul. And that is broken down into three elements as well. Since, as we said, every... Every, all the, uh, the components, all the limbs of the soul are integrated with each other. So therefore, each, there, each one, each element of the soul has three components to it. The fact that is, it is a certain uh, element of the soul, it is a certain limb of the soul, which has a certain function. Then there is how it's within that soul are found elements of all the parts of the, the soul because they're all integrated with each other. So each one of each of the other six hundred and twelve elements of the soul are also represented in within that element of the soul, that particular element of the soul. And the third thing is that in every element of the soul you find a an element of this particular uh, um, limb of the soul is found in every other element of the soul and so therefore when you commit a sin you affect the, ele- the soul that limb of the soul itself all the other elements of the other elements of the soul which are found within that limb and all the other elements of the soul where an element because an element of this limb is found in every one of those elements of the soul as well now the Rebbe suggests that the the soul that element of the soul which is associated with that sin the moment you commit that sin even once you compromise that limb and it doesn't matter if you do it again and again fundamentally you're not going to change it maybe a little bit there's every time you do it it gets worse but fundamentally that has already been compromised then there is the elements of all the other parts of the soul which are found within that limb if you commit the sin three times, then, as the Alter Rebbe says, the stain of this sin permeates from end to end. In other words, this part of the, this element of the soul, this limb of the soul, becomes completely saturated with sin. What does he mean by that? He means that every element, all the other 612 elements of the rest of the soul, which are found in that soul, are also now completely compromised. So it takes three times for that to happen. After three times, it's not going to make any fundamental change. And then there is the, el- this element, this particular limb of the soul, as it's found in all the other elements of the soul, there, every time you commit the sin, it brings more and more contamination to the rest of the soul. Because 
when you commit this sin, you're not really committing a sin which affects those elements of the soul. You haven't committed those sins. So it's just what is happening to this soul, this limb, which permeates the rest of the soul as well, integrates with the rest of the soul. And every time you commit that sin again and again, it brings more and more contamination to the rest of the soul. Which explains why there are three opinions of how many times you have to do, let's say, the 84 fast for committing a certain sin. The first time is in order to fix the element of the soul which is directly affected by this sin. You do your fast one time, since doing, it, doing the sin again and again didn't really compromise that uh, element of the soul anymore, so therefore you fast one round and you're, you've taken care of that element then there is an opinion that says you should fast three times over your lifetime. That's actually the accepted uh, final uh, accepted version, that that's what one should do, as we'll talk about a little more later. So that is in order to fix the other elements of the soul which are found within this limb of the soul, since they were compromised so totally saturated, totally compromised through three times of committing that sin, in order to undo that you have to fast three rounds of 84 in order to undo the damage that was done. And then according to the opinion that says that you have to fast as many times as you did it you have to fast 84 times that, that's because it also affects, it spreads the contamination to all the elements of the soul. The little part of this um, a, a limb of the soul which is found in all the other elements keeps getting more and more contaminated each time you commit a sin again so therefore you have to fast that many times in order to undo that damage as well and it also explains why the Altareva says that you should do at least one time but, but for one should Abel Nefesh should also do one round of 84 in this particular sin and so on and then uh, do a d- additional two additional rounds of 84 but over there you don't have to be as, more, as stringent as this one the first round you have to do th- 84 complete fasts a full day fast for the second and third time 84 you can do two half days it's much easier to fast a half a day and then another half a day so he says you can do it that way you do 84 half days and then another 84 half days. That makes up one round of 84. And then the same thing again. You have your full three 84 th- rounds. And the reason is because the first time when you're dealing with the compromise to the, so, to the soul itself, to that one element of the soul, you have to do a full fast. But then the others which are... It's, it's a lesser degree of t- contamination is what is found within this one as it affects the other elements of the soul. One can do a lesser degree of that. And this explains also why the al brings the example of Maitzi Zerol Vatola in order to explain this. Uh, it, why does he bring this example? It's in order to explain this concept that we just said. When the Rambam describes the sin of Maitzizelavatola, he says that when what the zera contains within it the chayes aguf, the the life force of the body, and the more one wastes it, 
the one more it, it, life ebbs it weakens the body it weakens the uh, limbs of the body and so on he goes through a number of steps of how it weakens the person in other words this particular sin explains exactly what we just explained there, it's not just that you are committing a sin it also has an effect on the entire structure of your body but also on the soul, the structure of the soul as it integrates with the 613 um, limbs of the soul so the limbs of the soul are not just it's not just a particular limb which is affected it also has an effect on the rest of the structure of the soul everything is compromised through it it's the, the one Avera which actually in a, in a very obvious way describes exactly what we said how every Avera has an effect not only on a particular part of the soul but as the, it integrates with all the rest of the limbs of the soul as they are found within that soul as they are found in that limb as that limb is found within them and so on another very fundamental idea here is that by Zera, by this particular part of the body Zera, Shikva Zera once tiny, the tiniest fragment contains within it the power of the entire of the entire force of what it is of what Zera is so one tiny amount contains everything within it, it and it also touches the very essence of the soul it is the essence of life which is also the reason that the Alter Rebbe repeats he brings it in, in different ways but he mentions this sin three times and each time because he, it describes how to fix the, the uh, why you have to fast one time at least because that fixes the, the, soul, the, the, the limb of the soul associated with this Abeda itself then he says it again because that's how you fix all the other elements of the, of the soul which are found within that soul and that's why you have to fast three times in order to fix them as well so he mentions it again and then he mentions it a third time when he talks about that you have to, according to one opinion you have to fast as many times as you committed the sin that's in order to fix the elements of this limb of the soul as they are found with all the other elements of the soul and this will also explain why the Alter Rebbe gives, says 10 and then 20, if we repeat it 10 times or 20 times, or la'ilam. Because these three numbers also bring out the same three points, as will now be explained. Chassidus explains <coughs> that every letter, as we said, has the, the verbalization of the letter. That's what makes 10 and 20. So, but when you look at a yud, the yud doesn't need the vav and the dalet, the verbalization part of it, if you want to think the letter Yud, you don't need any more than that. If you want to write the letter Yud, all you need is a Yud. Only when you want to verbalize it do you need to add the Vav and the Dalit. That means that the Yud itself, the letter Yud itself without the Vav and the Dalit, that is the essence of the letter. You have to add the Vav and the Dalit when you want the letter to affect other things, when you want to, uh, when you, other things need to be affected by it as well you need the Vav and the Dalit if you want to communicate it elsewhere so the Yur and the Dalit the Vav and the Dalit are part of the letter but they aren't the essence of the letter and that explains also why the Alter Rebbe quotes it says 10, 20 and L'Oilam 
the ten represents the yud as it is on its own because he's describing the the part of the soul which is compromised by the sin itself. So that's the so, the part of the soul itself. The twenty, which is yud vav dalid, represents how the other elements of the other parts of the soul are contained within the yud but they're there in a, in a more concealed way. They're not really the essence of it. They're just other elements which are added to the essence of this limb of the soul. And then there is la'olam, the parts which are how it affects... That describes as it affects the rest of the body, not, a, not directly associated with this limb itself, but rather as this affects the rest of the body. And, and that explains also why when he talks about fasting ten times in, this, in the one winter, he doesn't quote the other two because there he's just describing doing it once in a lifetime and once in a lifetime is only there to describe Yud, the Yud itself, the fixing that limb itself and there's no need to describe a twenty and the Chen in that case.